0: Is up Mayo Media Network. This is Keith Jameson about Guy 231 across the DFS industry. And we are back. Feels like forever. These the last international break until the World Cup, really. Um, so you know, last time that we're gonna have multiple weeks with no EPO action, I guess, until the season ends. So a lot of games coming up, a lot of slates. Looking very forward to it. Um, this slate coming up tomorrow is a very blue slate, and that's because we got two. Actually, three really solid favorites. We have Manchester City away to Burnley, minus 500. We have Chelsea at home uh, hosting Brentford, minus 304. And then Brighton, our third blue team, um, home to Norwich, minus 200. Maybe those are going to dominate your lineup. Those are going to be the decisions that we're making first. A lot of them are going to be higher-priced players and just looking for value to fill in from there. So should be a fun slate. Thanks for checking out the video. Uh, just a quick reminder like, subscribe, and comment. I'm on the Mayo Me Network or on Daily Fantasy Picks and Bets to Mix if you're on audio feed. If you want to find more of my content, check uh, out my site, um, FSIDFS, uh, that is the website.com or on YouTube, and you can find more from us. All right, let's get into the games. I just went over three of them, two other games Leeds um, home to Southampton plus 138, then Wolves at home. I think this line's a little weird because I value Wolves higher than, I guess, the betting community does. But Wolves plus 200, slight dog at home to Aston Villa. So let's just start at the top of our list of, of players to target. And again, we're going to be going blue on a lot of this list. And I'm just going to hit all the City players right now. City versus Burnley. Let's just talk about that game. Burnley's going to be sitting back and taking a ton of pressure at Surfmore and just looking for it to release on the counter. Like This is going to be incredibly dominant possession side for City maybe even upwards of 70%. So any Burnley options outside of just like a YOLO GPP, goal or assist, like we're not looking for floor plays from Burnley. So we need to be focused on the city players. And I think there you're going to at least play two high-priced guys. I actually really, really hope that after World Cup qualifying that Riyad Mahrez gets a break here. If he's in, like Riyad Mahrez is one of the most, I think he's one of the most like, you have to play guys in the EPL because not only does he take set swings with City, he's you know very much the center of a lot of that they do, and he takes PKs, and we see over and over again because City has so much pressure, in the opposing box that PKs are drawn, and Mara's just converts them over and over again. So if he's in, I don't really see a way that I that to not play Riyad Mara's. It's, it's almost a guaranteed double digits with the upside of a goal, not only from open play but the spot as well. But I hope he rests because of um, the qualifying and that we get a combination of Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne to me is just lock and load cover of this video. Um, I look down at his logs. I don't need to explain anything to you on that. He just takes sets, shoots, everything, right? You get double digits. And if you get a goal or assist, you're over 20. So like you just lock and load him and cash in cash and optimal lineups. Phil Foden was a guy that I really would like to see um, without Mares because then he could take a share set pieces. They have been playing him as like a false number nine, but sometimes he can go out wide. 8,000 to get an attacking piece from City, forward eligible, potential chance to set pieces. I want all of it. So I really hope that the lineups are going to start with Phil Foden and Kevin De Bruyne. The rest of the City pieces to discuss, Jao Cancelo um, should be playing. You know, that game was on Tuesday with Portugal. I think that's enough time for um, for some rest. Uh, and he's just so important. Like, Mara's, they have depth at those winger positions. At fullbacks, I don't think City nearly has the same depth. I think the drop-off from um, Cancelo to Zinchenko is, like, very, very, very large. And with Pep and City being in a complete dogfight now with Liverpool at the top, I don't know if Pep really wants to rotate a guy like Cancelo. But, you know, another guy that's very close to double-digit floor, then you get the clean sheet upside, plus if he gets an assist or a goal – you know you're looking at 20 again for 6600 jack Grealish i think would be the the city piece that if he's in will be incredibly popular on top of like a foden or de bruyne he's just too cheap at 6300 yeah it's not the same jack Grealish i got at villa but if he plays in the front three takes on guys and he has a floor in that six to seven range and again goal or assist like if city wins this game for nothing and you only have like de bruyne in, or um Foden there's a really good shot you might get run over unless you you got Chelsea pieces right which I think Chelsea is to me is a scarier team than City like City we know they're going to dominate um possession you know Chelsea sometimes can can let us down it's happened a few times so that would be my my take on the City pieces on the Chelsea side there's really only one guy that right away stands out that's Mason Mount at 8,800. If in, you know, he's always seeming to take some share of sets. Now they can drop off for a Reese James. They could drop off for a ZH. Those could both be splits. Um, but, you know, I think Mountain is, Mountain is the guy I trust the most of that bunch. Um, you know, plays in the attacking third on top of the sets, on top of some goal upside. Um, he's the Chelsea piece I prefer. Now they didn't make the list, but Reese James, I think it's just really hard on this, like to spend up a defender. Um, maybe that will change based on lineups, based on values that present themselves. But Reece James, probably my second favorite Chelsea player. Um, Z H probably after that, I've just seen, you know, we've seen Z H have games where when everybody is in, he can struggle a little bit more than when he's kind of like the alpha. So it's like, you know, mounts in, I get kind of scared to play Z H uh you know i'll probably have to do some little more correlation with that but that's at least what my eye and like what my experience feels like it has been um but again reese james and then you know i don't think it's the, the slate to me like i'd much rather play phil foden over kai of arts but i'm not gonna call you crazy kai's been really good for chelsea since kind of taking over that number nine role from lukaku um he's i think like eight thousand, so he makes a lot of sense too Jack Harrison's the next guy that checks in. Jack Harrison, since Jesse Marsh has taken over for leads, has actually been probably just as good, if in terms of floor, as Rafinha for much cheaper. Um, splitting sets, you know, it's the Jack Harrison we saw a ton last season and haven't seen at all. Um, I think he's tough build, but. I can't help but say he's a guy I really like a 7,100. I don't think he'll be super high-owned. I think he gives you a really good four with some goals slash assist upside. So I think he's worth looking at. Pascal Gross might be a very, very popular second forward, um, depending on lineups, right? So, you know, like Alexis McAllister was on international duty with, uh, with Argentina. I think there's a really good shot that he is not starting, which should open up sets for Pascal Gross. 7,000, their minus 200 favorite, would potentially take a Monopoly. I don't think we have any clue on their PKs anymore. He used to take, but I think the last attempt he, he had, he missed. So I don't want to like say, Oh, and Gross gets PKs, but you know, you potentially have that upside too, but at 7,000, I just think he's a really, really good floor value. And again, but like most of these guys, we want to see good floor, right? We want to get like eight to 10, four points. And then if we get a goal or assist Yahtzee like game over, our guys are going to smash uh, next player on the list. Tariq Lamptey from Brighton as well. Again, this is a, if he starts, right? But when Tariq Lampty's in, like, he's another just DFS machine, draws fouls, crosses the ball a ton. It's, like, actually just super enjoyable to watch. Chelsea, I don't think he's on loan anymore. I think they officially bought him. But he is just a problem for opposing teams. Um, Norwich is already not a good defensive team. Um, Brighton at home is always something that I kind of like. Um, they've let me down a decent chunk this year, but Brighton at home is a thin. Um, so, sub 6,000 for Lamptey. I think makes some sense if you can get there. And then finally only value play that really stuck out to me right now. Again, lineups could change things with Douglas Louise at, um, at 4,300 taking a majority of sets for Villa Lucas Dean is questionable for the game. Um, we should know more later today if he will be playing. Um, but you know, Louise is one of those guys that I, I never want to just go like, oh, he's an epic lock. You have to plan because he's a central line midfielder. That's going to be reliant on sets to get his DFS production. If he doesn't have set pieces or they only get one to two corners, then you're relying on like tackles and things like that. Cause he's not super far forward in the attacking third, but sub 4,500 for a set taker. Assonville uh, is a slight favorite away to wolves. So I think he makes a lot of sense to plug in for value if you need it. All right, that'll do it. Hope everybody does well. Reminder, like when in doubt on the slate, Probably look for the blue jerseys Um, based on the odds. I think that that will be a good place to go and enjoy the slate. Enjoy the sweat. Um, Look forward to seeing you guys next back next week. With that, I'll say. See you.